Welcome to Carpe Dime, a podcast about personal finance and everyday life. I'm Jamie Davidson. And I'm Dusty Simmons from Financial Center First Credit Union. Thanks for spending your free time listening to us talk about how life and family affect us achieving our financial goals. Good afternoon, Dusty. Hey. How you been? I've been just great. All right, let's do it. You ready? I'm ready. So from beauty products and fitness programs to home products and baskets, direct sales companies cover all sorts of consumer product niches and have been around for a really long time. Actually, since the 20s. With over a thousand registered direct sales companies in the U.S. alone, this industry is big business and has seen a huge boom among the stay-at-home mom market for the last 50 years. Yeah, that's right. Actually, uh, chances are you've probably been to one of these uh, meetings before. Just a few. Just a few. Just but a few. I, I like the fact that you brought up the idea that they've been around since you know the 20s. Yeah. Because if you think back, there's a lot of companies that we, we probably grew up knowing the names, but we didn't realize that's what they were. Mm-hmm. Like Avon. Mm-hmm. Right, Amway, uh, Amway, Mary Kay Cosmetics, right? right? Those types exactly. of things, uh, and I and I really think that because we're you know we're from Indiana, we live in Indiana, and one of the big ones that came around was actually uh, Madam C J Walker, yeah, and that's really what that's she started out as for uh, African American products for women, uh, so. It's been around forever, and you know, Madam C.J. Walker was so successful, and I think there's a lot of, like you said, a lot of stay-at-home moms are doing this right now, and it's because they really want to be successful. Right. Yeah. So in today's podcast, we're talking about advantages and disadvantages of direct sales programs and maybe whether or not they're right for you. Yeah, whether or not they're right for you. Yeah, I agree. Uh, believe it or not, this is pretty funny. Uh, some people know this about me. Talking about girl bosses. Girl bosses, that's right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just kidding. I actually, I actually... When I was a high school teacher, I actually participated in one of these direct sales groups, and I did it because I I loved the product, mm-hmm. and I, I was good at what they were presenting, and I and it was good for me at the time because it made a little extra money. Right. I was able to have that product in my house for a discounted price, so it's it's not a, it's a good thing for some people, but right. at the same time, we're also going to talk about today how some of them you can just sort of get sucked in and you, they take advantage of it. That's really that's really what we're talking about. They both. The good and the bad, right? Yeah, and I actually um, I do one of these myself. I don't sell it to other people, but I bought into it because I wanted the discount when I buy the products because I use it all the time. So I think there are different people who use these types of programs different ways, and there's good and bad to everything. And so we're here on the on the side of tried it before, and I'm going to talk about how it all works. What's funny? We should probably if we mention those two companies, maybe we get a little, you know, <laughs> a little, little advertisement, you know. So, no. so I know you are the fact queen. So I am. give me some facts, queen. All right. So in 2019, according to the Direct Selling Association, direct retail sales totaled more than $35.2 billion. So it is a big booming business. The most prevalent industries are beauty, personal care, health and wellness, home goods, and even some financial service products. That's a lot of money. It's a lot I of money. I gotta tell you, I gotta get on on that. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you need talk, to restart your business. Millions, we're talking billions. Okay. Right. So yeah, um, uh, did you get any more facts? Uh, yeah, according to the AARP, <laughs> which you know, I just found out recently. I, I can be in the AARP. I was sort of shocked when that came to the mail. You know, I, I was like, "What is this? Who's this for?" And <laughs> it's my for wife's you. like, uh, "It's for you." I'm like, "Get out of here with that." <laughs> so according to the AARP. Nearly half of, of direct sales participants reported they lost money. Mm. Ooh, yeah. So it's not a, it's not it's, a, it's not, not guaranteed. always guaranteed. One in four participants reported that they broke even, and one in four participants reported actually making a profit. So now, when I go back to me and when I did this, I think it was that one that just broke even. Yeah, and you were okay with that. I was fine with that because I got a great discount on the product. And we used it in the household. And I, actually, it's really funny because I think I probably did this probably about almost 20 years ago. 
some of those products I still use in my house are still going strong. So, you know, that's sort of going to take us to where we're going here, right? Because right. the idea is I did it because what I was selling, I enjoyed the product and I knew how to use the product. And, you know, the, the idea was you, you're going to make some money off of it. And for me, I was like, okay, I'll make a little bit of money. But that wasn't the whole thing. The right. whole thing. So, um, so when it comes to this, when it comes to direct sales, what's, what's the key here? Well, the, the, the big thing is do your research first. Know what you're getting yourself into, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. And we've got four things here we want you to specifically pay attention to. So, yeah, actually, number one, you know, this is such a shocker here, but it's actually research the company. Mm -hmm. uh, that, you know, look at their products. Make sure they're quality products because you're putting your name on this when you go out and do this, right? Mm -hmm. Is it quality? Do people, uh, is it going to stand up to time? Do people really like them? You know, maybe this is for you. Maybe it's not. I mean, the idea a lot for most of it's like, especially if you want to make money. Yeah. Everybody can, you can go out and make money. But if the quality is bad, remember, you're putting your name on this because a lot of times when you're doing direct sales, a lot of times you're starting with friends family. Friends and family. Yeah. Yep. Friends and family. So mm -hmm. make sure you're doing that research. So, you know, look at the company online specifically and look for words for things like review, scam, complaint. Check with your state attorney general for complaints. So, you know, and... And I did this, you know, once we wrote this podcast, I went out and searched some of these and there's good, good comments and bad comments literally for all of them. So again, that kind of goes into knowing what you're getting yourself into. Right. And another place to go is the Better Business Bureau. I look yeah. that up. And remember this though, when you're also looking for these reviews and you're doing this research, you're always going to have some people that are upset no matter what. So make sure you're, you sort of, you know, taking take, that into account. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. if you see one bad review, but you see 20 good reviews, it's like, that person that said oh, this is not this is horrible you got to sort of take that in consideration now if you have 20 saying it's bad and one saying it's good you probably should listen to the 20 saying this is an issue here right yeah um number two research what other people in your position may be saying so if you're being asked to get into some sort of downline talk to others that are in the same level of the downline or those that are above and below find out you know are they making money um how much time are they putting into it if, you know, a lot of people are now using social media to do training videos or to promote their sales, be suspicious if they tell you that the fastest way to make money is to recruit or suggest that all you need to do is build a downline. Find two people. Two people will get you making money. You know, those are the things that you want to avoid and make sure that um, you're researching. So you just said something, Dusty. I'm not really sure what that is because, you know, I'm not the smartest guy in the room. I am the only guy in the room right now. I'm with, you know, these two very intelligent women. You said downline. Uh, can you tell me what that means? Yeah. So, I mean, if you think about any any job, you have a supervisor, you might have a mid-level manager, and then you have your employees beneath that. So a downline is really, you know, those employees that are beneath you, and you obviously have an upline to your supervisor above you. So, and in these kind of um, sales programs, that's the way you make money is building. You're going to make money off the people who sell underneath you, so and I, you're going to pay money to the person who sells above you. Now I know why I quit doing that direct sales, because <laughs> I had no interest of having people beneath me exactly. and the person above me was pushing and that's what downlining is right our downline okay cool i didn't know that that's uh that's really interesting so wow so that's number two research what sellers are saying right make sure we know what this because obviously if i'm recruiting i'm gonna say everything great oh, about it yeah so you really want to talk to other people that are in the in, out there doing it right yes all right number three you know you need to make sure you ask for a compensation plan and an income distribution statement uh by law every one of these companies should have that right mm-hmm Tell me a little bit more about that. Well, I think when you start talking to someone about this, again, like what you said, they're going to tell you all the great things, how much money you can make, all the potential that's there. And what you need to understand is uh, there are different tiers of those 
uh, income, depending on how many are above you and how many are below you. So you want to see in writing what that commission structure looks like, because it may not end up being what they told you it was. Well, that goes back to the idea that you're, you know, when somebody's trying to recruit you, they're going to oversell. They're going to like tell you, you don't have to work any hours hardly at all. And everybody, you know, whoever does it. And if you shoot this high, you'll get that high. And I'll tell you, I, I, I have some friends that are actually really successful in direct sales, but I, I know personally they work their butts off. Mm-hmm. Um, they work really hard at their business. They treat it as, you know, an entrepreneurship. Right. So you you can do really well in these, but you can't put in minimal effort and do really well. So manage your expectations. Well, and I that. think that goes back to most careers. Mm-hmm. If you put the time in, you'll probably be pretty successful, right? And like right. you said, you you know people. I actually have a family member. That's what she does. She's She's done many of these. That's, you know, what's, that's her second job. I mean, yeah. actually probably maybe her third because, you know, she's a mother as well. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, she, she's going to school. She's working a job. So, yeah. Okay. Got that. And then the last thing is to be aware of the risks. You know, what if you're not successful? Does the company offer some sort of refund policy in writing for you to get your money back? Um, are you ready and willing to start soliciting your friends and family for business? I mean, for a lot of us, that's a real sticking point is knowing that that's going to be your primary um, customers. So are you willing to take that reputation risk for that? And and then also lastly is can you really afford the initial investment? Right, the which investment. for some is for some of these companies is very high. Which we're actually going to get to that here in just a minute. But yeah, you're exactly right. And I, I remember when I did this, my first few parties, as they were called, were friends and family. Right. And then after that you've got a you know, branch out other people and uh you ask your friends and family to refer friends and family right, right? yes so. and so you've got to make sure that you're very comfortable with the product you're selling you've yeah. got to make sure you're, you're with a company that stands behind that product because in the long run no matter how much money you make off of it but they don't stand by the product that's gonna that's gonna hurt some relationships you might have yeah so make sure you're, you're doing that so that's, that's that's good advice all right so shall we recap the four real yes quick? let's do that so, number one, make sure you do your research on the company. Number two, make sure you've researched what other sellers are saying and how what their experience is. Number three, ask for the compensation plan and income disclosure statements. And number four, be aware of all the risks. Always be aware of the risks. Very good. All right. So now we're going to talk about the warning signs and risks that direct sales may not be right for you. So number one. The level of commitment to get into the business. Um, several of the ones that we researched, a lot, there's a lot that have low price points and they do a great job of ensuring you get into the business easily. But there are several out there that it is a five to $10,000 investment just to get started in the business. And to me, that's a pretty big risk to take when you don't really know how it's going to go. So if it's too high, you should not... So you're telling me they want me to give them my money (laughs) before I go and sell their product? Right. Well, you got to pay for the products. This is genius. Right. (laughs) Really? Come on, man. So guys, I'm sort of laughing about this, but think about this. If you have to buy the product up front before you sell it, that might be a problem here, right? You might want to think about that. Are you really going to be committed and do this? Are you going to be successful at it? Uh, So I guess if you're- And if you're buying that much product, are you going to be stuck with inventory if you don't aren't successful yeah you're gonna be having a grad sale yeah. pennies on the dollar right, right exactly wow that's a lot of money man yeah, it is a lot oh i'm glad nobody ever asked me to do that because i would have laughed him out of the household um so number two there are no products to sell believe it or not this is yeah it's a warning sign you got no product to sell what do you mean yeah. um you know these are companies that really push recruitment you know the idea is that uh their products are there are no products that's a giant red flag so make sure if they're telling you oh there's no product to sell mm-hmm. so how am i making money 
I mean, in that, this is where you can kind of really, truly get almost into like a Ponzi scheme situation. It's not some of the direct sales stuff we're talking about where we know it's reputable companies with with true products, but, you know, beware of Ponzi schemes. They do still exist. And if there is no product, you know, it's probably a scam. It probably is. If it doesn't look <laughs> well, it right, is a scam. Yeah. it doesn't look right. It doesn't smell right. <laughs> All right. Number three, the company can't answer your questions. And this kind of gets back into a couple of the points we were talking about as far as what's the commission structure, what's the refund policy. If those things aren't clearly in writing and you can find them easily on your website or from the person who's trying to recruit you, that's probably a red flag. Right. Actually, I, I have not even told you this before, you know, before we went into this, but actually when I first got out of college, I went to an interview and I'm putting that in air quotes for a company <laughs> and it was it was really one of those hard sell products and like they would make sure as you're going through and you're answering questions they saw that you marked no on something that didn't agree with what they wanted you to do so thanks for coming in and they oh they immediately wanted you and, out, huh? and the funny thing was i had no idea what I, the interview was for there was probably a room of 50 of us and then they started cutting us down cutting us down oh know. gotcha uh-huh. okay yeah. so yeah all right and then number four the recruiter makes these extravagant income promises. Oh my God, you're going to make $100,000 in six months. You know, only all you got to do is it's a $10,000 investment and you'll make it. And you'll just need six people underneath you. Yeah. Yeah. Give me six names before we go in here. Give me their addresses. Give me their emails. Give me their, yeah. So really what you're saying is if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. That's usually the case in most things, right? Right. Yeah. So. Okay. But on the flip side, there are some ways to do this right. Yeah, you actually this for a lot of people they they do great with this. Uh, like we said, people have been doing this since you know the twenties. Yeah, you know we're talking a hundred years of this happening, right? Successfully. So uh, you know there are actually companies out there that do it right, and we'll, let's talk about those things we're looking for. So number one actually is find a product you stand by that you really believe in that you mm-hmm. really like. Don't agree to go out and sell anything until you've used it and you actually like it. Right. Um, do not go into debt to join this. You know, if you're looking at one of those things that's $5,000 to join and you really love the product, you need to really save that money and be ready to go in at 5,000 versus going into debt in order to do it. So uh, number three is really be honest with yourself and your partner. You know, are we doing this to make extra money? Are we doing it because we like the product and we want the discount? Right. You know, what is the real plan? Because in all honesty, and you probably know many people that do this and they go, they jump from one to the next to the next to the next. And you're going, it doesn't matter which one you jump to. It's the same result. The result result is still the same. Because you're still going about it the same way. Yeah, and I I would look at it and approach it any way I would starting a new job, especially if I was a stay-at-home mom, and go, okay, how much time am I going to invest in this? What's my money investment? If I have another job, do I really have time for this? Am I willing to give up time with my family in order to do this? So approach it you would any other job interview and weigh those decisions accordingly. Right, which actually takes us number four, Dusty, which is come up with a sales plan. You what? really a plan, yeah, a plan. I, right, it's a business, right? You should really come up with a business plan, and if you're serious, you should set up a separate bank account, and you should know what you're going to have to track for tax purposes. There's a lot to go into having your own home business, and I'm not sure a lot of those companies coach you well on how to do that. So you might find yourself in a in a, in a different financial situation if you do make money of it. 
that yeah. you need to consider. Uh, what, what we mean by that is with the IRS, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's one. They're going to want their money. They want their money. They're always going to get their money. And I guarantee you that company is going to tell them they gave you that money. <laughs> right. So, yeah. you know, don't do this thinking it's going to be cash only and you're going to be able to avoid taxes. Yeah. Pleading ignorance with the IRS when it comes to such things is not going to. That's not going to work. So if you're going to take it seriously, set it up as a business legitimately and have a business plan. Right. Very good. Number five is actually actually set income goals for this. You're a salesperson, right? Right. You should have sales goals. Set your goals. Set your timeline. You know, determine what your break point is when you're actually going to make a profit. You know, and if you're, you're struggling, you're getting that point, especially like, you know, if you put that $5,000 to begin with. Yeah. The last thing you want to do is not get your $5,000 back, right? A lot of these places now want you to have your own website. That's a monthly expense. So, you know, at, at what point do you say, I'm making enough money for this to be profitable or I need to cut ties and, and stop doing this? And I think what we're saying by all these things we're doing about doing it right, about, you know, looking at the risk and the research is really this, guys. If you're going to do something like this, this is great. But remember, it's still a job. And the idea if somebody comes and tells you it's so easy and you're going to make tons of money off of it. You know, you really need to be wary of that because it's, it's, it is going to be work. Anybody that's successful in any kind of, of small business or any kind of business, there's work put into that, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. So. so to kind of wrap up, we're not trying to steer you in any certain way when it comes to direct sales. We just want you to be safe, know the risks, and do what's best for yourself and your family. And, you know, if you want to take a look at your overall financial picture or learn more about how to set up your own small business, you can check out our uh, Wealth Builder online platform, which has seminars on starting your own small business. Right. Yeah. Actually, you can go to our website, fcfcu.com and just type in subject line and it'll take you to that. And our go to the education and look that up. And we've got so many resources that you can look at. Uh, you'll have articles on there. You'll have coaches. And if you really need a little bit more help, reach out to us. We'll help you. That's right. And if you're going into your own business, best of luck to you. Yeah. Good luck. I mean, a lot of people love it and it's great. You make your own hours. and But remember, it's going to be work, but there's nothing wrong with that, right? All right, Carpe Dime is presented by Financial Center First Credit Union. It's produced by Jamie Davidson, Dusty Simmons, and Courtney Cooper. Financial Center is a seven-time national award winner in the category of adult financial literacy, and our goal is to help improve your financial life. To learn more, visit fcfcu.com. Like what you hear, subscribe to iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, and the All Indiana Podcast Network. We'd love to have you listen to our other ones if this is your first one. Thanks. Thanks. Have a great day.